Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 Livestream Podcast, hosted by Encore Entrepreneurs, Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. Join us as we interview experts who share their knowledge and experience to provide actionable tips to land more clients, nurture leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelley and Toby live every Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook. Hello, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Oh, see, you had me turn off. You didn't want me to talk. Hello and welcome to the show. I am your hostess, Shelly Carney. We're here with Messages and Methods. Today we're going to be talking about Wisdom Wednesday and digital marketing wisdom. And we're going to be talking about an authentic connection with your audience through your content and how we're going to get better at that. Um, we're, going to, we're going to walk the talk that we're talking the walk, talk, talking the talk. We're going to walk the walk. And I'm the other person in the studio, Toby, Toby Eunice. Um, and we aren't going to uh, walk the walk that we talk. Uh, but what's really interesting about this presentation is uh, it's mostly the result of the conversations that we're he- uh, having with folks who are digital marketing experts. And so in those conversations, not only will you eventually get the benefit of the learning, if you watch the programs, of course, you get the benefit. We're taking that and turning it into a book. But we're learning along the way. And we found this one element that was common to a number of our interviews already. And Shelley extracted that and turned it into what we like to call a model, a model that will work for us and a model that will work for you. That way you don't have to wait till the summer there to find out we what go. we found Just out. Follow- we're going to tell you right now. We're, we're that kind of, we're just that kind of people. We want to share everything. Everything we know, everything we want to share it. Want to share with you. <laughs> uh, can't so, have an unexpressed thought. <laughs> let me, it has to turn into something. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a nice thought. Let's make a presentation. Let's do a show. Um, so uh, I would like to ask you that before you leave today's show, uh, watching today's show, make sure that you like our video. YouTube likes it. When you like our video, uh, it makes them happy. Uh, if you don't like our video, push that as well. We count it as engagement and YouTube likes engagement. You can leave us a comment and tell us how to make it better. Right, exactly. Share it with your family, your friends, your neighbors, your business associates, the entirety of your social network so that we can continue to grow this channel. And finally, if you are not already a subscriber, this would be the ideal time to punch that subscribe. What do they say? What do the YouTubers smash say? it? Smash down on that subscribe button. Uh, or so if you're that- listening to the podcast, follow us. So that every time we start a live stream, actually every time we schedule a live stream, you'll be informed immediately and as a result in the know. And in this day and age, ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing better than being in the know. And if you're listening to the podcast, please try to leave us a review wherever you listen to us, or you can go to livecast.life and go down to the very bottom and click on review and pops up and you can review us there. And we would appreciate you leaving us a review, letting us know what you like about the program, what can maybe be better. And uh, we would love that feedback and incorporate it. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And we'll get back to you. I mean, we'll let you know what we're doing. 
Uh, in addition to that, the uh, for those of you in the room right now, the Super Chat light is list, lit. If you don't know what Super Chat is, go down to the bottom of the comments window and you'll see a stylized but grayed out dollar sign. Click on that dollar sign and the good folks at YouTube will walk you through making a contribution to our little project. Now, interestingly enough, you also make a con uh, contribution to YouTube at the time because they take a cut as usual. Dang nab them, but they give us this platform. So everything that you need to know to get to contact, get in contact with us is scrolling across the bottom of our screen, our phone number, our email address, our website, where to sign up to be a guest, uh, where to find our new book. We just put out a new book this week. As we said, we were going to publish on the 1st of April, and technically we did, and we are sharing it this week. Uh, it's called Livecast Life, the content creator lifestyle, and it is just full of amazing information about how to start with a live stream, create uh, yes. videos and audios and podcasts and blogs and your own book using the method that we share in the book. So go get your book at book.livecast.com. Life, and that's also scrolling across the button, bottom of the screen. And book in the dot description live, box below. Book dot livecast dot life for our new book. This is our third book. Yeah. Uh, together, and we're already planning our fourth. Oh yeah, we're halfway. How through. much fun is that? Halfway through. That's how fast you can do a book, write a book, publish a book when you use our method. All right, super easy. Are you super ready fast. to share the? Um, Let's do it. Time for a presentation, Digital Marketing Wisdom, Authentic Connection Through Content with Shelly Carney and Toby Innes. And as you'll see at the beginning of this presentation, or in the first few slides of this presentation, this is a result of conversations, not, not only between Shelly and I, but and Shelly and Kevin, interestingly enough. Yeah. Uh, it is also the result of conversations that we're having with digital marketing experts from mm -hmm. all around the world, from the United States to Israel to... Was it New Zealand or Australia? New Zealand. New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So digital marketing experts literally all around the world. Okay. So what have we learned in speaking with these digital marketing experts? First, we had a panel, or I should say Toby had a panel because I couldn't be there that day, uh, with six of our digital marketing expert friends. And then we've also interviewed some of them again, and then others as well. And after asking these six digital marketing experts, uh, what have you learned about digital marketing in the last two years? And what do you think will be effective for marketing in the coming year? We're going to share with you what we learned from them answering those questions. Now, we have to assume that the experience, our shared experience, us and you in the last two years, has been impacted by the, by the effects of the pandemic. It literally changed everybody's life in one way or the other, whether you believe it existed or not. The simple fact of the matter is it changed our lives. In addition to changing our lives, it changed the way in which people do business. And in addition to changing the way that people do business, it changed the way in which people perceive their business's existence. And so we wanted to know from these experts what, what happened over the past two years from your perspective, especially as a digital marketing expert, what have you learned? And then the follow-on question, obviously, is what, what, what do you think will work for people in the coming year? Because we're not quite through the pandemic, 
But what's more important about the pandemic is that the, the effects of the pandemic upon us as individuals and upon businesses, small or large, will last beyond the pandemic. We're in the new normal. We're moving into the new normal, which consists, and that's what we wanted to know from them. What's the new normal from a digital marketing perspective uh, going to look like? So what we were hearing was a theme of connection. People want connection. And what that means is there's um, a starting point of having an authentic conversation, which moves us into feeling emotions and gaining understanding of each other. And that moves into feeling a sense of belonging and bonding with the people that we are having that conversation with. And that takes us into causing impact and transformation in each other. And whenever you see uh, uh, a chart, if you will, like this, where you see that there's one thing leading to another, leading to another, there's an end result, right? So what you've defined is a workflow, effectively. And that wor workflow is really the description of a process. And that was one of the things that we learned from talking with these experts. It's a process. And because it's a process, it is effectively a model that can be applied to anything. So if you're an individual, you could use this process to enhance your relationships with not necessarily your customers, but your family and friends. Or if you're a business, you can use this model to enhance your relationships with your prospective or actual customers. And that's what's important about lying it out like this. I didn't draw the boxes uh, you know, to, to show you, but that's what we have here. A, workflow that expresses a process that is a model that can be applied to various situations. I don't know if I like looking for that little carrot down there every time. Oh, you can do it on the screen too. Yeah, I could. Either way works. So here's what our digital marketing expert guests have said to us that we brought together to give us this framework. And then what they said, Tim Fitzpatrick said, we need to identify who those ideal clients are within our market and really understand them. Now, the question is, what does the word, the, the uh, emboldened and italicized word, understand them? If I want to understand you, I have to engage with you and ask you questions. The same is true of you. If you want to understand me, we engage in a conversation uh, that enables us to start learning about each other enough to understand each other. And that's what he means by understand. It isn't a process of gathering statistical data, for example. Statistical data gives you, uh, character, characterizes the market in general. Your market is, you know, if you're Encore Entrepreneurs, and we had a conversation with the, uh, one of our prospective customers this morning, and she was telling us what she did, and I realized she has the same business model that we do, but she's limited her market segment to women Encore Entrepreneurs, and she's called that a different, she's, it, she has a different model from which she operates, and that's the name of her business. Uh, but so on the gross side, on the big side, uh, she defines her market in the same way, similar way to the way that we do. And then within that, once we identify a suspect or a prospect, we want as quickly as possible to engage in a conversation. Now, to begin with, that conversation may be very one-sided. That is, we're putting out a lot of content, 
they're seeing that content and they're wondering what to do next. And then we the, the conversation goes from a one-sided conversation to a two-sided conversation. And that, as Tim said, is the point at which you start understanding. And, and he used it, uh, uh, the question we asked was, what have you learned about digital marketing? Meaning from our side, he used the phrase, understand them. But the reality is that it's just as important for them to understand you. And that only happens in a conversation, a two-sided conversation. And then we had an interview with Daniel Alphon, uh, our new friend from Tel Aviv. And he said, content is the new way to connect. And this is bringing into uh, clarity what's coming and what's been happening over the past two years. Uh, it, the way that we connect with people because we can't be in person with them. Of course, obviously we weren't in person with Daniel. He was across the world from us at the time we were talking, but we could still connect. And he, before he came onto our podcast, he went through our content. So he had a better understanding of who we are, what we talk about and who is our audience and how could he help our audience and what could he bring to the table that would be, um, you know, helpful and, and uh, we would be appreciative of. So content was the way that we connected with Daniel. And I do want to point out that if you want to find out more uh, about these people, you can watch each of these interviews on our channel, Eminem uh, on, on YouTube. And there's a playlist uh, that's uh, entitled Digital Marketing Series. Expert Series. Yeah, uh, and they're all there and you can, mm -hmm. you can see that. Now, uh, why is content the new way to connect? Well, let me give you an example. This is content. He's holding up our book. And you can let me see you can read it over there. <laughs> this is content. It is the result of 17 different videos, live streams that we did that were then transcribed into audio, that were then transcribed into text and then edited by Shelley and, uh, and uh, uh, formatted and uploaded by me. And because that team. Because we're a team. And that's one kind of content that we can produce that when people buy it, they start connecting with us. They look at this book and they say, this is really important because uh, uh, Toby and Shelley have taken all the knowledge that they've learned since they started live streaming together in 2017, plus all the production that we did before that. Uh, and they put it into a single book, sharing that five years worth of knowledge gained with us. What are we doing? Number one, we're building visibility. Number two, we're building credibility. The next step in all of that is to engage enough so that they, uh, we can trust one another because that's where business starts at the trust level. And uh, since we're putting out the content first and not asking anything of anyone, I mean, obviously you have to pay for the book if you want it, but we're not asking anything of anyone. We're giving away our knowledge and expertise, hard learned knowledge and uh, hard earned. Is that right? Hard earned knowledge? Yeah. All hard earned and learned knowledge and expertise. And we're giving you, giving that all that to you five years in a $15 book. So not only we're we building visibility, but it automatically builds credibility uh, for you. And that's why content is so important in that workflow that I was, that Shelly and I were talking about in the previous slide. We have a comment from Mario saying hi. And Mario, just so you're aware, we are having a conversational show on Saturday evening. So if this is out of your remit, 
if this is out of your area of expertise and understanding or something that you're not big into, then please do show up with us on Saturday evening. And we're just going to be having a regular old conversation. So, well, we look forward to seeing you. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and we're glad to see, um, because we recognize the folks that listen to us as friends. That's how we see them. Uh, and we're glad you see it from the same perspective. So he's giving us a thumbs up for all we do. Well, thank you. And, and like Shelly said, drop by on Saturday night. We're going to have an open conversation. It is not going to be on a specific topic. We're going to allow the chat room to direct the conversation. And we're just going to do like we used to do. We're just going to talk with the folks in the room, maybe have a, I don't know if we're going to start off with call-ins, but uh, eventually we'll get to that point. So join us Saturday here on Messages and Methods. That's right. Back to our digital marketing experts, we had Jen McFarland on our show, and she said, we know that people love video. They love to engage. They love to learn more. And that lo they love to engage is what we highlighted in that statement, because people do enjoy video so much more when they have the opportunity to also express their opinion and to have a two-way conversation in some way, even if that's just by leaving a comment on the video or chatting on a live chat. So I do want to make a point here. Could you hand me that right there, please? Yes. So this is our second book, Women in Podcasting. And that is the result of 18 different interviews that we did uh, at the Women in Podcasting conference back in October. She podcast. Result of the book, She Podcast. It is not, I'm giving them our name. <laughs> uh, the She Podcast conference. Uh, one of the people that we interviewed was Jen McFarland. Jen, um, in having a conversation with Shelley, was ex that conversation was extended. And eventually what they decided to do was their own podcast that starts with um, um, Women Conquer Business, which was Jen's brand. Now every Thursday at 11 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time, they have a podcast of their own. But that not only produced content, but it produced a, a conversation that resulted in, in additional communications and visibility, credibility, trust, and the agreement that although it's not necessarily a business, in some, in, in some ways it could be perceived, it's a partnership. And they're doing it. And they've had, I don't know, what, 10 shows now? Oh, More? yeah. It started the 13th of January, and yeah. we've gone every Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And they, they've got their show tomorrow. I saw Shelly had posted it. Mm -hmm. So this, the, the idea that creating content can start conversations, those conversations can go in a lot of different directions. I'll give you another example. This morning, we had a telephone call with a woman who knew Shelly from her uh, Zoom meetings on Alignable. Alignable. Mm -hmm. And she's she, on Alignable. You talk about the things that you're doing. This woman saw what Shelly was doing. She set up an appointment. We had a very nice conversation with her about how she thought we might be able to help her. Uh, and that resulted, in, you know, that will result eventually, we hope, of course, uh, in, in business. And that all started because of that initial connection that led to a conversation that would lend to engagement and trust. Uh, that uh, that uh, she's at this point considering it. Yeah. And so our show on Saturday is going to be Saturday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that might be a little late in the UK for you, but uh, I know it was like around... Jono, Jono used to make it all the time. Yeah. No, like it's five hours. hours. Five, five hours? Well, it's five. Actually, it's five hours from the East Coast. It's seven hours for us. Yeah. But Jono would always stay up. I thought that was very cool. Okay. Next. Could you finish this line? Yeah, yes. I did, because we talked. 
uh, we interviewed Barbara Portsline last week, and Barbara said people are craving connection, and they are ignoring the noise. They want value. They want someone that cares. Uh, so, and I agree with her that, uh, and she she's online a lot, and, and and she, you know, just like most people, we get a little tired of Zoom conferences and Zoom everything, and uh, I think it we get a little Zoom fatigue. And it makes us crave connection that much more. And but we also appreciate it that much more, that much more. When we went to visit friends a couple of weeks ago and we finally got to see their house and be in person with them, I think we really appreciated it so much more because we hadn't been able to do it for so long. Well, all we've seen is their posts on Facebook, like here we did this and we did this, we made this improvement. And we didn't. We were waiting for the pandemic to kind of subside in New Mexico so that we could visit with them. Although they're the kind of people that would, you know, do all that is necessary to protect themselves and other people around them. But we just missed seeing them. And so it started with a telephone call. Then I think we did a quick, um, you know, planning session uh, via video conference. And then we spent a Saturday afternoon and evening with them. And it, it was it was like not seeing them the first time, but visiting with people who you care about, who you hadn't been able to visit with. <laughs> the sad thing is they're five minutes away. <laughs> That's the funny. Yeah, exactly. They actually live between Shelly and I, between where <laughs> Shelly and I live. So we, nobody had any excuses other than the pandemic for not doing this. And honestly, what they did to their house was just, uh, uh, they renovated a, a good portion of their the interior of the house. And it just is beautiful. And then we interviewed Vince Warnock. And he's the gentleman from New Zealand we spoke about. And he said, who are the people who connected with us? And how can we take that off social media? How can we give them a sense of ownership in us, our brand, our story, and our business? A sense of ownership, uh, be, maybe by, you know, including them in a membership or uh, having them come on the show as a guest. And and he does all of that. Um, and so he also does walk the talk. So <laughs> uh, Vince is one of the places that really sparked my thoughts on today's presentation and the whole model that he uses uh, is, is something that we're, you know, showing you today and, and something that we're using and trying to expand on. So I'm going to interject a little side element here. When I was doing business in Washington and I wanted to make the transition away from dealing with the government, not that I didn't enjoy it, not that I didn't make money, but I wanted to expand and I wanted to go into working with uh, federal government contractors, uh, the larger ones, not just individual independent contractors like myself. But one of the things that I learned is that you can make a living by helping them produce um, white papers and case studies. And, uh, and what was great about it is that I know from documentary making, it's a process, right? It's an interview process. You make up 10 questions, you interview 10 people, you have enough information for a documentary, a white paper, or a case study. What was really interesting to me is how much in the process of conducting those interviews, I learned from them. Not only did I have to write a white paper and a case study, but I had to sit there with sometimes, you know, deep level engineers on 
weaponry on the weaponry of that time in order to understand it enough to write a white paper or a case study on it. And that part of it, not, not that I hadn't done that, not that I hadn't realized that before I was doing my documentary work, but this was more important to me because it was going to become a business for me. It was going to be an element of my business. And the thing that excited me most was not only could I make a living at it, which is exciting enough, but how much I learned from that process. And one of the things that happens when you're interviewing 10 or 12 different people on a topic of your choosing, because we're asking all these folks, even though they come from different areas, the same question, you can ask them you know, what's the most important thing that you're going to do in the next 12 months? And it's interesting how many of the people we interviewed came up with, like, we got to start getting back to being connected with our clients because the pandemic has prevented us from doing that. So in, in doing, taking this approach, it's not only, not only are you learning about things that apply to your business, you are learning things that apply to your life. And it's, it becomes advice, not only you can have with people who are customers, but it's advice that you can give to your children who are probably experiencing a lot of the same connection issues as anyone else as a result of the um, pandemic, friends and relatives. It's a, it's a very cool learning. So let's turn it around and say, what can we do? How do we provide conversations and connections? So we know that that's what we want. How do we meet that need? How can we help people? They belong and they matter. And just about, we want to use something, but actually we want to get to know you. We want to have a conversation. Conversation is interactive. It's like dancing. It takes two to do it right. Um, and uh, it, it, the content doesn't start it. It can be a conversation based upon you delivering content and their positive or negative reaction to it. We start the show by asking you to like our production. We also say, if you don't like it, click on the don't like, but take the time to make a comment down below about what you didn't like and how we can improve it. And um, it's it's gotta be two-sided in order uh, to have value. And I don't mean limited to two people. It could be that there's two of us and two of them. It has to be two-sided in the sense that there is a yin and a yang in all of this. And um, and that's where the, where the content is so helpful and uh, productive. That's the second time my daughter has called me and I'm doing something when she calls <laughs> I know. It's like our families. Yeah, they they wait just until always we're... wait till we're live and then they decide, oh, let's call. Hey, why don't you just watch the show? And then you know what was going on. <laughs> you know, since this is yours, let me just text her back and let her know I'm not ignoring her intention. All right. I wanted to share this, uh, that my husband and I were driving home from uh, his therapy one day and on the radio was uh, a man and a woman on a radio show and they were just discussing topics of the day. They happened to be discussing the price of gas and they were talking about um, the Oscars and incident with Will Smith and Chris Rock. And it sparked something in me that I wanted to add to the conversation. I want, I had an opinion on it. I'd seen those things. I know about that. I want to talk about it too, but I couldn't talk back to the radio. They weren't going to hear me. So instead my husband and I 
had a conversation about what they were talking about. Their conversation sparked our conversation. And that made me think maybe Toby and I need to be having more of that kind of interaction where we're having a conversation about topics of the day and what's going on in the world that people who are watching can, you know, have an opinion and they can write in the chat or they can leave a comment. They can interact with us more easily because there's no stakes, number one. Number two, they, they've they heard about it. They, they have formed our own opinion about it. And number three, they can talk back and forth in the chat room amongst their friends as well as getting a response from us. So um, that's something that I wanted to bring back to our content, our shows. Mm -hmm. And and it doesn't take much to figure out how to do one of these things. The simple fact of the matter is that at any given point in time, there are five, I'm going to say five, it could be more or less than that, but I'm going to say five things going on around us, exclusive of the things that are personal. My daughter just called. I don't want to have a conversation about that. I just want to let her know that I'll call her back, right? But there are five things at any given point in time that are worth talking about with other people so that you get a broad variety of perspectives and as a result, learn more about it. Now, and about the other person as well. Right. You, you do find out about that. The idea is to do that in a way where uh, I'm not trying to convince you that I'm right. I'm simply having a conversation with you to find out where you're at in all this so I can tell you where I'm at and then look for, if necessary, compromise. Now, there's this wonderful line that I learned in a debate that you never get to use in a debate, and that is we can agree to disagree. Um, but the conversation is still important and allowing each to speak uh, in a way that they get to express themselves on the matter. I can, in my head right now, think of, well, I can think of seven, but there are, I can take the top five and I would love to have a conversation with somebody else about that number one topic. And it's because I'm a news junkie and the news kind of motivates me to have those conversations. I have a very good friend uh, who I've done documentaries with. I've mentioned her in the past. She's, her name is Janet Bridgers. And about once every three or four days, I get an email from her and she has a news article that she read and she says, I need to understand this more. What are your thoughts on it? And that's all she's, she does. And I write three or four paragraphs on what my thoughts are on the matter. And then sometimes she writes back, but she wants someone else's opinion on the matter. She wants to know there's not going to be a World War III, right? Uh, and she wants the confidence of having somebody else say that. And then sometimes at the end of each one of those, she'll say, when can we have coffee? And that's the physical connection that everybody needs. Email is one thing. Having a video conference is another thing. But sitting down over breaking bread, having coffee, um, is uh, one way to enhance, to improve the quality and the integrity of that relationship. And so it's important to her. And because it's important to her, she's not a customer per se, although we've done business together in the past, because it's important to her, it's important to me because she thinks she believes I'm her friend. That's all it takes, right? So that's why it's important to me because she believes I'm her friend and I am, and I believe she's my friend. But the way that we make that, we improve that is by engaging with 
one another and having a good, rational, informative conversation. I learn from her. She learns from me. It's like we have a couple more comments in the com in the chat room. Let's see. Uh, so Mario says, thanks Silver for Fox keeping on sharing. Thanks for keeping on sharing your wisdom, you too. Good stuff. Thank you for being here, Silver Fox. Let's see what happens. <laughs> thanks, Toby and Shelly. Sorry to use the chase to say this. We could do with these thoughts at the moment, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, because it's difficult. It's a, it's, you know, we had something that is almost two years past done now, uh, and there are still people that are feeling and uh, the and we'll emotions. We'll be talking about that more on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, we are going to mm -hmm. be. It's not going to be. I, I do want to point out that it's not our primary objective of having these Saturday shows. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but mm -hmm. if somebody wants to talk about that topic, we can do that. Now, mm -hmm. we're not going to let it dominate the program, and we're not going to let it get out of hand because there are other things that we want to talk about. So That's right. It'll be, it'll be open like that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do we got next? Uh, let's see. Go to here. So... <laughs> Here's an example. Our tribe members have reached out to us and they, they, they say they miss the connection and the belonging. They miss the conversations and the stories. You can see in our chat, people are saying um, we, we like belonging to this, you know, this, this chat room, this group of people, the community. We, we miss that community. We want more of these conversations. So um, that is another thing that has pushed us in the direction of opening up another show. So uh, I get two to three messages, various forms, text, emails, uh, voicemails, et cetera, uh, every week about a specific topic that people miss our conversation on. And our position on the matter is that we were of the perception that it was over and that we hand me that other book right there. This? No, the, that this. one right there. Right. That it was over and there wasn't much left to discuss. As a result, you can see <laughs> that we've taken a different direction. These are the three books that we've published since the end of The Treasure Hunt. Uh, we, we, we wanted to do something else. We needed to do something else because we felt like we didn't want to be trapped in a one, what's that, one trick pony? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and we had other things that we wanted to talk about. So that's why we ended up moving away from it. There was no, it wasn't anger or anything else. It's just that there were other things that Shelly and I uh, wanted to do with our lives and we wanted to do together. And so we found a way to accomplish that. The result has been proven in the number of books that we published and we have yet we will probably publish two more this year. So that for us is a way for to get to fulfill ourselves and because we're creating content to fulfill the needs of uh, some of the folks around us. And that's what makes us especially happy because as many messages as I get about we were we wish you were still doing this. I get an equal number of messages saying, I just looked at your new book, or I just read uh, Women in Podcasting, or I just picked up, we still get comments on A Gypsy's Kiss on Amazon. People telling us, uh, I know the treasure hunt is over, but this is such a wonderful story. That's very gratifying to get a message uh, like that. 
But what they're looking for is conversation and connection. That's right. And we have shows in which there's a lot of outflow. We produce content. This content results in a video, uh, a podcast, and a, several blog posts, and a lot of audiograms and things like that. But sometimes people just want the interaction associated with connection. That is a back and forth. And so that's why we decided to do the show that we're doing on uh, Saturdays. Yes. So again, we published a book on Amazon. It's called Livecast Life, the content creator lifestyle. And part of that content creator lifestyle is finding a way to give your audience what they want. So we hear you. We want to give you what you're asking for. We want to provide a place for conversation and community. Um, and that's now that we've finished this book, we're ready to do that. Um, this is, you know, up on the bookshelf, ready for sale. And um, now we can, you know, change our focus and start start uh, widening our horizon a little bit. So we got a nice compliment from Mario before he left. He said, you surely have the smarts and they are appreciated. Very nice. Thank you. Um, we tried to present <clears throat> what we know in a uh, non-confrontational way. This is what we know. Uh, it's based on uh, either fact or evidence. And that's as much as we can do. We don't we try not to speculate and we try not to hypothesize. We do it based on what we know as, as a fact. And again, we want to have a deeper connection with our audience, um, not just talk at you. We want to talk with you. Uh, we want to have conversations about general topics. We want your participation. We want you to share your opinions. We want you to feel heard, and we're, we want to give you something fun to do on Saturday night with some friends, you know, that you've met in the chat room, and you can all gather and have conversations um, in the chat room. You can have conversations with us, Yeah, and it, and it sparks, right? When we have a conversation, it sparks conversation for you as well, and you can have a conversation at home with your family and your friends, and uh, it gives you some more, you know, activity going on that uh, sparks some new things to talk about. Sometimes we, those of us who've been married for 37 years, sometimes we run out of things to talk about and we need that spark to, uh, to juice us up, to give us something to chat about again. One of the benefits of the uh, relationship that Shelly and I have is that we talk uh, every day sometimes several times a day, even when we're not working together. And those, those talks, those conversations result in ideas that eventually result in action. Um, we had a conversation yesterday about what we were going to talk about today. We knew we didn't have an interview. I threw an idea out there. Shelly didn't like it. <laughs> right? So I said the equivalent of, well, you come up with something. And so last so evening... I did. I got it last evening. It doesn't take I, much for me. Uh, last evening, I got an email that said, check out this presentation. This is what we're doing tomorrow. And that's the result of that kind of interaction. That doesn't mean what I, what I wanted to talk about is invaluable. It's just that I hadn't fleshed it out. It will one day result in a full-blown presentation, but I hadn't fleshed it out. I kind of rushed it through. And, um, and it was actually an idea that goes back almost 30 years that I wanted to bring forward. Um, but that kind of interaction, that the result of the uh, conversation that we had, uh, usually results, I'm going to say, uh, results in some really good stuff. I want to, uh, I'm going to use the photo that you see here as an example, right? That is the photo on the 
I'm, I'm just going to show it to you here without, that's the photo on our cover of her book. And Shelly said, I've noticed that a lot of the Amazon books that are in our market have a picture of the individual there. And my first reaction is, yes, that I, I didn't say this, but I was thinking, yeah, but I don't want to be that person, right? I don't, I'm not a, I think you did say that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a cover person. And then she said, well, why don't we put us, why don't we put me on the cover? And my reaction to that was, well, then you're going to have to spend the rest of whatever conversation you're having about this book is where's Toby. If it's, you know, it says it's, you know, produced by Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice and, um, Where's Toby? So what we decided to do was create the photo that you see there with Shelly on the cover. And you got to admit, that's good. People look at that and they're going to say, yum, I want to buy that book. <laughs> it's not food. <laughs> it's <Okay>. a person. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had her hold up the um, the uh, smartphone and we took a separate picture. And then I used Photoshop to put me into the smartphone. So we're both on the cover of the book. But that was the result of a multi-event conversation like she came up with the original idea and then we talked about it we figured out by the end uh by the end i remember at some point she, we were we were in my garage doing the the portrait shoots and she said how is this all going to come together because i really hadn't explained it and i said give me a chance i'll put it all together and then i'll show you and she trusted me enough to say okay i trust you and uh, when we finished it, she was happy with it. I was happy with it. It accomplished what we wanted. And it looks great on the front of our book. And this particular photograph, you'll see a lot more often because it's a great photograph to use in promoting a lot of other things like our shows, our books, um, and uh, everything that we're doing on uh, Instagram. So uh, it turns out good because there was this great conversation between the two of us. And we want to have that kind of conversation with the folks that we care about and who are willing to spend time with us. Okay. Um, <clears throat> a book I've been reading that I was sparked to read uh, because of Vince Warnock's <coughs> comments. And uh, it's called Content Inc. It's by Joe Polizzi. And he is also um, one of the editors of the newsletter called The Tilt. And he said, the absolute best way to start a business today is not by launching a product, but by creating a system to attract and build an audience. Once a loyal audience is built, one that loves you and the information you send, you can most likely sell your audience anything you want. So this is a way of looking at business in a different way. Instead of building a product and then trying to sell that product to people, uh, what you do is you build an audience, you find out what the audience wants, and then you produce, uh, you produce what they asked for rather than just giving them, you know, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And if you like it, great. If you don't, <laughs> great. It's a lot harder to sell that way or harder to build a business or harder to uh, become known and build that audience. So the audience first. And produce, producing it, listening to the audience and producing it automatically gets you to the credibility level. You listen to me and you put it, put it in. And while you may think that every time I hold this book up, I'm selling it to you, I'm not selling it to you. I'm showing what we did. And I'm showing you why we did it and how we did it. And if you want to buy it, that's going to be up to you. It would be very useful if where you want to end up is doing uh, the kind of things that we do, because that's that's what this book talks about, how to live stream, how to turn that into a podcast, how to turn that into text, and then how to turn it in into, uh, what's the phrase that you use, a social media storm. 
I like the way Shelly describes social media storm. Social media storm of content. So here's uh, here's a comment from one of our friends from the Forest Fen Treasure side. I'm impressed with how you've handled the end of the chase. Very mature and well-adjusted. We're senior citizens. Like, <laughs> we are mature. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. We're about as mature as anybody gets because we are senior citizens. We've learned a lot of lessons. And we've certainly learned a lot of lessons about the social media environment and what you need to do in order to protect yourself and protect the people that you care about. And in order to protect ourselves, we uh, we have to kind of do what what makes us feel happy and what, what makes us feel good about ourselves, but at the same time produces things, content that other people can use. So we tried the treasure hunt thing. We did the best that we could. It wasn't, I, I would call it a success and then it resulted in a book and a treasure hunt. We did that. But there were other things that we wanted to do. And, and these are very satisfying for us. But most importantly, they are the result of, as I've said, five years worth of experience uh, encapsulated into a 300 page book. And that makes us feel good that we can produce, publish and produce something, produce and publish something like this. But it makes it feel even better when somebody picks up that book and says in the comments on Amazon, uh, I really enjoyed your book. I finally learned all the things that I needed to learn in order to start live streaming, get comfortable with it, because that's what this book does. So for us, if we just create, if all we did with the rest of our lives was create content, was to publish books on Amazon, we'd be perfectly happy with that because we know people find it useful and informational and they get results from it. And that that's what makes us happy. When people people say, uh, you know, I read your A Gypsy's Kiss book and it, it's, it made me feel like I was right there or I couldn't put it down, things like that. that. That producing that piece of content, because that's what it is, results in people feeling good, right? Nobody says, I have yet to see a comment on Amazon for that book that says, this was a piece of junk, don't pick it up. <laughs> Nobody says that. Now, we might get somebody that criticizes the, the way we wrote or the fact that the treasure hunt is over, et cetera, et cetera. But nobody says to us, this book is terrible. <laughs> and when because they don't say that, because they say positive things, it makes us feel good. We satisfied some of their needs. They're half, I don't want to say half. There's a lot of the comments on that that said it brought back so many ple pleasant memories of my youth and my adventures. And I really need to sit down one day and write them down so my kids will hear those stories or mm. read those stories. So. Very cool. <clears throat> So this is Brian Clark, the CEO of Copy Blogger Media. And he said, a minimum viable audience is the point when your audience starts growing itself through social sharing and word of mouth. Even better, it's also when you start getting the feedback that tells you what product or service your audience actually wants to buy and tells you why they came to you in the first place and what they expect from you. So it's very helpful when you get to that level of minimum viable audience. And I can, I can take any um, stream that we've created over the life that we've been working together, and you can see how that stream grew through exactly that principle. Um, at one point, we were at 6,700 subscribers on A Gypsy's Kiss, which was very much about the forest fan treasure. Since then, we've lost, I think, about five to 600 of those subscribers. Right. 
because we're not about the forest fen treasure. We're about these things. And, and that's good for people to make those judgments to say, no, I want to do this. And I've got to go find somebody that wants to do that. But at the same time, we have a responsibility to ourselves to do what we do best and to produce content that other people can use. And when Brian says that, uh, that using that market, uh, making that market available to one another, when you put that many people in a room, they start sharing it on social media. You need to be there on Saturday night. Toby and Shelley are going to open up the chat, right? Uh, and uh, let them do it for you and then deliver on the promise. So that's what we're doing with our Saturday night. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a presentation. It's going to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. So a good, if you are interested in doing this yourself, a good content strategy, something that if you were going to create a show or a podcast and you wanted to know what should I talk about, uh, what should be my content, what should my content be about, um, you want to think about combining your knowledge or skill set with something that is a passion for you, but it's also valuable to others. Uh, for instance, there's a man who created a, uh, you know, a media business on teaching people how to farm chickens in their backyard, bark, backyard chicken raising. And, and he was called the chicken whisperer. And um, because he had that knowledge and skill set of raising chickens in his backyard, and he had a passion for it, he really enjoyed doing it. He had a passion for teaching other people to do it. And it was valuable information to those people who had a desire to do it. So that became his content strategy. So you want to create a strategy that can position you as a, the leading informational or entertainment expert in your content area. So when we did the Forest Fen Treasure, we positioned ourselves as the leading informational and entertainment experts in our content area. Other people came along and they did shows as well, but we had already set an example first. We, you know, uh, we, and I think, I think that we were very entertaining as well, which um, people would return again and again to watch. So that would be something that you'd want to consider if you want to do your own show or podcast. The, the key elements of good quality content production is the combination of education, information, and entertainment. And if you can do that in one program on one topic, you're going to be successful. Uh, and I can, I can point to, a I don't know, a dozen YouTube channels who over the last probably two to three years have evolved into million subscriber channels as a result of restorations, finding old stuff and restoring them on the screen. Now, I know from that experience myself, it takes a lot of equipment. It takes time learning the equipment. It takes time shooting each of those, editing each of those. I mean, there's a lot of effort put into that, but the benefit is that they get subscribers and that subscriber base not only becomes the people with whom you are communicating because they, they all have, uh, what's that, uh, thing that you form to make a membership it starts with a P. <laughs> Patreon. Patreon, right. They all have Patreon websites. They all have discord conversation, uh, areas. 
So what they do is they've expanded just the, their ability, their knowledge and ability about restoring things from a YouTube channel. And what's interesting about their YouTube channels is most of them don't talk and you never see their faces. You see their hands and their object and their tools and the, for the process of going from a rusted out whatever object they've selected to something that works uh, perfectly as if, as if the day it came out. And sometimes they come out better than you know what the manufacturer produced. Um, but they've built a business around that and they've created content as a result about their passion. And so it's a classic example of if you have a passion, um, uh, you can make, you can turn that passion into something that becomes useful to another individual. And as a result, it can be satisfying in a financial perspective and gratifying in a emotional perspective because there's nothing better than seeing comments on your video that say great job or I wish you'd do this or will you will you will you do this one next you know so. you see anything you want to discuss on the comment sections oh uh, let me check uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> oh okay yeah Fox says, Silver Fox says, you were the number one YouTube channel on the chase for a long period. Uh, many, many, many people cherish the time they shared uh, the chase with you. And that's how we feel about it, um, Silver Fox. We cherished that time. But at some point, we realized we had to do something else. And we were willing to, I don't know, I don't want to say suffer the slings and arrows. At, at <laughs> some point, we realized that there were other things that we wanted to do with our knowledge and our expertise. And we wanted to find something that worked for us. And our book, The A Gypsy's Kiss and what we went through the treasure hunt, that worked for us until again, the treasure was found. Uh, and then we were left in kind of a limbo of what do we do next? And we talked a lot about, you know, what we liked. What I like is marketing and selling. What Shelley liked was digital marketing and selling. So we combine those two passions into uh, what we're doing now, and we're making a living at it. And, um, it, you know, our only hope is that more people realize the benefit and the value of us sharing our expertise with them at no charge. You can watch this show today, and you can walk away from this show saying to yourself, I learned something today. I learned something that I should be able to apply not only to my business, uh, but I, I should be able to apply to my personal life because that's kind of what these presentations uh, are about. Sean. All right. So next we have a graph on screen that shows uh, the audience is wrapped around your knowledge or skill set, your value and passion that you're offering, and your unique presentation, which means you have a different take on things. Um, there may be a hundred different people out there who are offering the same kind of coaching that we do, but we specifically offer it to Encore entrepreneurs. We ourselves are Encore entrepreneurs. We write books. Um, you know, we can write a book in a couple of months doing it in our process. So we have our own personal process that we have developed. So we come at it from a unique place. Um, you know, we have something that we do that's different than what other people do. And your content must be different. It must fill a content hole that is not already being filled by someone else. Um, and that's how you become popular and sought out. If you're just going to be copying what other people are doing, it's you're not going to get the traction that that 
first person who did it is going to get unless you have a different way of coming at it. So we need to find a problem area that no one else is solving and exploit that area with content. And that's just providing that information that they can't get anywhere else. So uh, I'm going to use another example for you. There is a um, genre on YouTube of folks that deal with restoring Hot Wheel cars. And uh, I took an interest in that when we were free and in between things, and I started doing that. And there was a lot of other people doing it. There were some people that had already established themselves, but about the same time that I decided to do it and before I decided to quit, I was watching other people who had... I was watching other people who had started about the same time I did and were growing at about the same pace. And we were kind of dependent upon what other people, uh, some of the ones that were already established were doing, because you always learn from the, the people that provided you. What, what, I, what you had to decide was what your shtick was. And my shtick was sandblasting and powder coating. And so I started building a set of clients based, I mean, a set of subscribers based on that. But then we decided, let's get serious, Shelly. And I decided about, um, I don't know, it's been three years. Let's get this, uh, serious about this digital marketing thing. And so I put that aside. Uh, about a week ago, I went back and I kind of looked at that market segment to see who was doing what. And the people that had started about the same time I had, in one case, he, one of them had gone to about 300,000 subscribers and it was a full-time business for him. He had decided at the beginning of the pandemic that he didn't want to work for someone else anymore. He wanted to do something for himself. So this was a YouTube channel. Another one who was really interesting because you could tell he was in Eastern Europe. I think it was Poland based on some of the comments he made. Um, and he had a limited number of tools to work with. He, it looked like he was working, working on his kitchen table and not a workbench, things like that. He was up to 55,000 subscribers. And as a result of that producing income through YouTube, he was able to buy better equipment. It's still kind of handed. There's no sandblaster, for example, or powder, powder coating, excuse me. me. Apparently those people don't seem to get the idea that I don't want to answer my phone. <laughs> um, so uh, what he had done is over the past two years, they had grown the channel to where they're producing enough income to satisfy their needs. And the reason was they were doing what they did consistently in an area that they had expertise and they were constantly improving the conversation that they were having with other folks that were watching. The, the one that had grown to 500,000 actually talks. He talks about through the process. The one that had grown to 50,000 does not talk. It's, you just, it's kind of, what's it called? ASMR. You just watch what he's doing and you get the sound effects. But the point that I'm trying to make is that based on their knowledge, their value, uh, their, their passion, and the unique way in which they were presenting it, they were able to build an audience that found them interesting. And what I love most about going back to those channels is reading the comments on, on the videos because the comments are, I wish you wouldn't have done that. You did that great. Will you do this one next time? It's a, the conversation starts there. So anybody, anybody, and we're, we're good examples of that. Anybody can do this. That's right. So I just want to remind you and invite you all to join us Saturday night, 7 p.m. Mountain uh, daylight time. We're going to be here 
We're going to be having a conversation. There's no specific topic. We're going to let the chat room kind of inform what we are going to talk about, but we are going to bring some topics of the day along with us that that we would enjoy talking with each other about. And we hope that our conversation will spark your conversation. So that's going to be on this channel as well as Facebook and where else? Um, YouTube, Facebook, and we'll eventually go back to Twitch, but we haven't, we didn't do it for this one. All right. So, and put that on your calendar. We plan to do it every Saturday night, as long as we're both available. And uh, I will be at my house. Toby will be in the studio. Magic of StreamYard. And we will make it happen. So join us. And we do hope that if you have not already signed up for our email list, you get on our email list so you can get all the updates and reminders about our shows, what they're going to be about, or uh, if you've missed anything, it'll catch you up. And that's at news.agkmedia.studio to just sign up to be on our email list. That's all we have for today's presentation on digital marketing wisdom. I hope that that was helpful for you. And I hope that you're excited to uh, come and join us on our Saturday night conversations and to purchase our book and get reading, learning how to live stream podcast and blog at the same time every week. It's on Amazon. You can find it at book.livecast.life. That's all. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm. We look forward to, well, we have two other shows uh, this week at 11 o'clock on Thursday. You'll see Shelly and uh, Jan. Jen. I always say Jen. Jen, Jen. like Jenny. Jen. Jen. Uh, at 11 o'clock Mountain Daylight Time on Thursday with uh, Women Conquer Business. And then at one o'clock on Thursday, Mountain Daylight Time, we do our Amazon live show, but we do stream that show to several of our YouTube and um, and uh, Facebook channels as well. Uh, and that's just, that's, we sell on Amazon. We have products on Amazon that are on, we, we have a list of products that we pull from Amazon that we've purchased and we talk about them. Most of them have to do- talk about how to do photography, how to use yeah. your, your smartphone to do photography, how to, what camera you might want to graduate into. Uh, so we got, we have a lot of great information on there, not just selling you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about gimbals tomorrow. Yeah. All right. That's it for today. We look forward to seeing you, if not tomorrow on Saturday, and if not Saturday, next Wednesday on Messages and Methods at 1 p.m. Uh, Mountain Daylight Time. Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Live 2.0, hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question, and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices, too. Check the show notes for links and resources, and please come back again next week.